football podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end recommendations based on opposition matchup. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late round quarterback, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Dennis Denny Carter, the eight. Yes, it's a it's a lot of bragging about uh, sex in the Carter family. That's right. So thank you. I, I look, I'm I'm happy to be back, mostly because we can get stop getting tweets saying, "Where are you guys?" What, yeah, in the stream, we've been saying for three weeks. For three weeks, we've been saying August 29th. August yeah, people 29th. are even pe- pe- people are calling us, asking us. Yeah, uh, uh, they're who, calling in right now. Yeah, they're calling us right now. By the way, the other voice you hear is obviously the one and only Tom E. Scott. Tom, hi guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? What's, well, I'm doing another draft while we do this one. It's super fun. Oh yeah. So 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 there's there's a couple storylines going on for this draft tonight. Uh, one of them is that Tom is doing two drafts at the same time. So he's doing the, the listener league draft and he's also drafting with a co a co-manager in another league. Um, so he's got, he's got the, the, the two drafts to sort of manage as this is going on and right now. He's taking a phone call while listening to me and one of his earbuds. And it's probably a very difficult thing to do. But the other storyline that's going on is I'm not at my house right now. I am. I'm actually at a friend's house because my internet, AT&T, not the best, went down. So this is this is the S show every year, and it's even more so the S show this year as uh, Denny is on the clock with the first yeah. pick. And, is, but I'm try- how do you how do you mute? Oh, here we go. I got yeah, there's it. a there's a button at the bottom. Again, this is the S show. But so I I was uh, ready and prepared. I did a show this afternoon for Fantasy Pros for a half hour. I was ready and prepared to do this show from my office at home and. AT&T decides to go out for the second time in five days. And so I had to find an alternative and I hit up my, my our good friends who live uh, pretty close to us. And I said, I'm going to crash your, your home tonight. And then I realized and remembered that it's their anniversary. <laughs> so I'm currently at our friend's place in their, one of their guest bedrooms while, you know, it's, it's it, their, their wedding anniversary. It worked. Well, what really happened is JJ's wife kicked him out of the house. And, uh, that's right. Where, that's right. where he lives now. That's right. Uh, so Denny, Denny got the. So we did a 100 yard rush simulation earlier. I did earlier today. To and some say it was rigged because Denny ended up getting the the 101 in this draft where he just took took CMC. That's correct? right. And look, I, I think it was rigged. We have to look into this. The FBI, the CIA, other national intelligence agencies, they have to look into this because. I cannot believe I've been cursed with the number one pick again. I had to take Christian McCaffrey in a PPR league. I, I, I've been cu- I've been trying to come up. I told Tom and, and JJ right before this, I've been trying for six hours to come up with a reason to take Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson first overall, and I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, you can't do it. You got you got to go CMC. So Denny, I'll just read out the draft order and such. That's just to, to get that out of the way. We have Denny going one oh one with Christian McCaffrey, the Maryland Mediocres. You have the upside down under taking Jonathan Taylor one oh two. I'm in the one oh three. I took Justin Jefferson. Uh this is a full PPR league, and I'll, I'll get to the lineup restrictions in just a second. A good long shower cry I took Austin Eckler one oh four. And then the Harlequins. Is that how you said Har- 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 Harlequins? 
Harlequins, I think. Yeah. Uh, they got Cooper Cup with the 105. Tom is currently on the clock with the 106. We'll see who he takes. Then we have Mike Davis Enthusiast at 107. Stan at 108. Denny Farted at 109. O'Shaughnessy's Pub at 110. Uh, Champ Impressoive uh yeah. at uh 11 because he's now been a back-to-back champion uh in, in this league which is really is just crazy unca- uncanny yeah i I, uh, he, I would chop off my left pinky to have that monitor yeah well he, he's, he's also gonna win he's gonna win three games this year so it's fine uh right. thank <clears throat> thanks for tuning in at 112 horsey sauce at 113 and big floss at 114 lots and lots of lts references i do want to just really quick before i start talking to tom uh, the lineup restrictions, one quarterback, three wide receivers, two running backs, one tight end, three, f- uh, flexes. We do have a kicker in a defense because Denny would not play in a league without a kicker. Um, so we, we, we've kept kickers in this league for, for years and years. This is the seventh annual listener league guys. And, and, and both of you have been, how many championships have you guys won in the listener league? Oh, uh, Everybody just calm down for a minute. <laughs> Oh, it's man. not so, Tom, about that. Tom, no, you not. took it's just it's it, oh it's about the friends you make along the way. It is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I, yeah. I'm sorry if I'm not bent on the destruction of my friends like you are. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, you went Jamar Chase with the 106, I think was a pretty chalky pick. Did you uh did you have any thought about going somewhere else with that pick? Uh no, no. According to these rankings that I printed up from the uh late round Patreon, I think that was the only guy I could take. Yeah, that's just where the, the tier the tier breaks. Uh although I think I might have Dalvin in that tier with uh with Jamar Chase there. So yes, Dalvin yeah. Cook Dalvin yes. Cook did go one oh seven. Stefan Diggs goes one oh eight to Stan. Joe Mixon to Denny Farted at one oh nine. So we're getting into this territory right now where you know, this league is, is wide receiver heavy, right? Because oh, yeah. it's a full full PPR league. Every Start three wide receivers, three flex spots. Uh, I'm, I'm really just saying all this to put Denny on tilt for having to uh, <laughs> to, to take Christian McCaffrey. Um, but uh, so, Denny, uh, are you are you tilting at all that you had to go running back first overall? And there will be uh, I, I think I think that the number the, the, the top wide receiver available when you draft next is probably going to be like like an Elijah Moore or Rashad Bateman. It's horrifying. No, I mean, in a 14-team league, there's so much, um, you know, so much risk, I think, of, t- of taking a wide receiver. I'm sorry, running back first, because if you're trying to stack up on wide receivers, I'm going to get Isaiah McKenzie is going to be my wide receiver one. I think. Yeah, right. Like, it's, it's like he, he's going. All right. What round do you think Isaiah McKenzie is going to go in in a 14-team league that's wide receiver heavy over under the eighth round? Uh, he'll go in the seventh or eighth. Uh, okay. I, I, well, so I'll, I'll say uh, under. <clears throat> yeah, under. Okay. Okay. I think that's a, that's that's probably about right. And 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 so yeah. So like, I just I want people like people listening. You have to remember this is this is fourteen teams. We're trying to fill a bunch of flex spots. So the ADPs pretty much go out the window. Like you're 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 really happy to get guys like guys you would usually get in like the fifteenth round. Honestly, you're happy to get them in like the ninth round. In at least yeah, that's that's how that's how it goes every single year. Tom, you're in Tennessee right now. What's going on in Tennessee? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm in the Smoky Mountains. I'm eating lots of barbecue. I uh, haven't had a vegetable since July. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm making a movie here with um, legend, music legend, Dolly Parton. Wow. Yep, we're Amazing. doing a Christmas movie. Yep, it's going to be on NBC. 
uh, this holiday season. <laughs> I, I told my wife about it and uh, she fainted. And so she's really uh, she's in the hospital. Sorry about that. <laughs> what uh, are, are you playing? Are you playing a dad role? I'm not. I'm playing her longtime producer, the, a real person, Sam Haskell, who's actually the producer of this movie. So I'm playing the producer, which is kind of fun, you know. That's cool. Um, yeah. And uh, so love him. He's great. He's been a uh, Hollywood legend forever. Um, just it's a great cast. There's Willie Nelson, Jimmy Fallon, um, Miley Cyrus, Anna Gasteyer as yeah. like one of the other parts. It's, it's super fun. Yeah, that is an that is an awesome cast. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, Tom, it's it's an NBC product. So technically, Tom so and I are colleagues. I'll, I'll see you. Uh, I guess I'll see you at the holiday party. At, at the yeah, at the at the Peacock holiday party. Wear your best Peacock suit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are you? Are, is is Denny going to be invited to the uh, to the premiere? You you would think so. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know. Yeah, let's do it. As as red, a red, red carpet. <laughs> so it's a, it's a, is it a, it's a holiday movie? Is it a holiday movie? It is. It is a Christmas movie. It okay. is uh, we, chock okay, full of Christmas songs and elves and reindeer and dancers and nutmeg and all kinds of stuff. Is it, is it like a musical or is it just like, yeah. is it, oh, it's a oh, is, oh, is it a, okay. it's really a musical. It's all her music. She, she put out a duets album, a Christmas duets album, like a year or two or, uh, you know, whatever uh, ago. And she, yeah, she's just singing these songs and I'm dancing a little bit. You're going to see a little bit of dancing. Oh my gosh. Do you realize how many gifts I'm going to get from this oh movie? Oh my God. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be phenomenal. I already have, I already have all the, that thing you do ones of you drumming and such, but the dancing ones are going to be next level. Dancing I, is next level from drumming. Yeah, for sure. No. Yeah. Oh be, yeah. Yeah. It'll be extremely embarrassing. It'll be great. No, that's that, amazing. That, that, um, that's very cool. Uh, uh, um, how is Dolly how, uh, personally? The m most genuinely nice person I've ever met in my life. My family came to, to visit. Hype. She was like, I, your family's coming. I want to meet them. And she met my family. Um, we, she's just the sweetest. We have a lot of fun working together. She's cool. I'm yeah, so she's, 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 someone says she's the George Pickens of, uh, of of celebrities, you know, just living. <laughs> she just she just she just lives up to the hype. She she uh, embarrasses quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, she's just very quick on the outside. Really good X receiver. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna recap this draft really quick because we are drafting right now. Uh, so we had uh, Dalvin Cook go 107, Stefan Diggs to Stan at 108, Denny Farta got Joe Mixon, uh, Derek Henry goes to O'Shaughnessy Pub at 10, CD Lamb to to impress Suave at 11. Uh, Mike Evans at 12 to thanks for tuning in Devonte Adams. So this is wide receiver heavy as you guys can hear Devonte Adams goes to horsey sauce at 113. Najee Harris and Tyreek Hill at the turn for big floss. Then Deandre Swift, Saquon Barkley, Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, Michael Pittman jr. So Michael Pittman, a 20th overall pick, yeah. which is, which is early, a little bit early for him. I mean, he's usually like a 30th overall pick, um, but this is a, again, wide receiver heavy draft and, Michael Whitman's awesome. I mean, I, I'm higher than him on him than the consensus this year, so I can't really even hate on that pick given what else is available, um, you know, at, at wide receiver right now. I, lo I love, I love the pick. Uh, also, I'm tilting my face off looking at the receivers that are going to be available. Like, I'm so spoiled because of the way I usually draft, where I'm like, oh yeah, DJ Moore can be my wide receiver three or four, 
Yeah. And, and right now, I, I honestly would jump off the top of my house to get more as my not to be dramatic but yeah I, I would i would too except i'm not at my house because i don't have internet i don't know if you guys heard about that or not oh, okay. and, and and by the way the the animals in the uh, draft chat are are plotting against me they're they're actually taking receivers specifically to spite me right now tom you're almost on the clock you have uh one one person ahead of you is there anyone that you have in mind here after leonard fournette went off the board yeah i mean they're gonna take um kelsey or debo Kind of depends okay. on which one he takes. Okay. Okay. So are we are we concerned? Is there any concern about Kelsey? Because our, our our friend Hayden Winks the other day brought up the issue of his snap rate, not during the preseason necessarily, but last year, and the fact that the Chiefs' offense is going to be very different this year than than it has in previous seasons. Right. Uh, I I think that he raised, I think Hayden raised some good points, even though on the surface, it seems crazy. No, there's no worry about it. But do you guys have any issues? Well, you just created an issue for me. So I drafted T Higgins. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had, we did have Debo go and then Tom took T Higgins instead of Travis Kelsey. Uh, the other thing too, with a format oh, wait, like this. Wait, I have two Bengals. Hold on. Uh Oh <laughs> Oh yeah. T- Tom, Tom's going with the, uh, the Jamar chase T Higgins start. You got to get, got to get Joe Burrow to to really bring it home here. You have um, to get Burrow now. <laughs> yeah, if you don't get Burrow, I'm going to be really upset. Yeah, and Tyler Boyd, I think. Uh, nice. Javante Williams goes off the board. I- I'm sitting here. Uh, I'm I'm not on the clock. I'm next, but I'm sitting here. I think ideally, he's not really on the top of the list right now. Travis Kelsey is, um, but I'm I'm looking at AJ Brown. Yeah. Um, and, and DJ Moore just got drafted, so I'm I think I'm going to take AJ Brown here towards the end of the second to pair with Justin Jefferson. And I'm just going to have a draft in this draft that just makes Denny so jealous, just I, so unbelievably jealous. Yeah, this I'll, is, I'll, this is I'll trade you Tyreek. I mean, um, T Higgins for CMC. <laughs> yeah, there you go. T Higgins for CMC. I mean, can you, can you let me uh, get back to you after his first uh, groin tweak? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. And then, and then he's yours. Yeah. Okay. That's that's uh-huh. called the process, everyone. All right, so I'm 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 coming up here, um, uh, and I have like Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, both of whom I'm kind of I, I don't know I don't end up drafting them pretty much anywhere. Uh, McLaurin, Sutton, Waddle, Deontay Johnson. Honestly, uh, maybe JJ can help me out here, but I'm I'm pretty bullish on Deontay right now. Um, Woo! You and I are gonna fight over that one. Yeah, shoot. No, I mean, no, it, no it's fine. It's no, fine. No, Denny, no. It's, it's, no, it's okay if you like him and I don't like him. Cortland Sutton. I love Cortland Sutton. Yeah, I, I feel like I have to take Cortland Sutton here. Denny, uh, take take your boy Deontay. Just because I'm not in a Deontay no, doesn't mean. No, no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go all in here. I'm going to take Cortland Sutton. And then with the 29th pick, the first pick in the third round, correct? I'm yeah. going to do I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You know what I'm doing? What are you going to do? I'm taking Gabe Davis. Wow. <laughs> Gabe Davis with the, with the 301 in this draft. So you took Gabe Davis here over Ooh. Mike Bo- or No, just Mike Williams, Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson, Jalen Waddle, Deontay Johnson. Th- that's, that's the group that you basically took him over. I'm a believer, I guess. Mm. We did have a report on NBCSportsEdge.com slash powered by Roto World. Uh, today that um, 
Josh Allen sees does not see Gabriel Davis as a distant number two option in the receiving game, uh, you know, hinting that it's more of a like possibly possibly a one A one B situation with him and Diggs, although that may be presumptuous. But I I do I do think that that both Davis and Diggs can uh, command a pretty big tar- target share. Look, if Davis sees it, you know, when, when he finally started seeing snaps last year, he averaged like a 20% target share per game. Even if he just sees that, uh, Travis Kelsey just went. I was going to actually just go with Kelsey and just kind of kind of ride with it. Um, I'm probably going to start with another wide receiver here. Uh, I'm going to go Mike Williams with my next pick. Nice. Where, where did start Kelsey with three go? wide receivers. Kelsey, Kelsey went the, the pick before. Um, so, oh, okay. uh, you know, Gabriel Davis is just an interesting case because I think that a lot of uh, analytically minded people are th- there's a, there's a, a a large subset who are kind of against him because I know. I know. because he you know he wasn't this like surefire prospect although he was an early declare which you don't find uh, very often from not only like smaller programs or non power five programs but uh, day two or day three picks to begin with but regardless interesting profile from that perspective been really efficient obviously when he's been on the field um so i i think there's enough to, you know the fact that he's associated with this offense i think there's enough to buy into him this season and redraft it, he's one of those cases where and you don't see this very often but he's one of those cases where i actually am much higher on him even though he's young in redraft than i am dynasty because the the investment that you're making in redraft is not nearly as significant as what you'd have to make in dynasty and if he does flop which is entirely possible we have to be open-minded that gabriel davis might not pan out right um you're not making that investment so that huge of a deal uh you know obviously denny denny quote reached a little bit sure i reached (laughs) you know in in your in your home league draft the opportunity cost isn't going to be nearly as significant as what it was for denny just there yeah well and and i i knew i had to make the choice as you guys know like if i wanted gabe davis i had to take him there there was no way he was getting back to me so I, I mean, he wouldn't even, he wouldn't come within 15 picks of my next pick. So I, I just decided to, to, to go in there. I, I've also cooled a little bit on Allen Robinson and I know JJ, you're a big Allen Robinson guy and, and I am too, theoretically, but no, the, the arm issue stuff for Stafford doesn't freak me out for Cooper cup because of the way Cooper cup produces the routes he runs, the way he gets the ball. Robinson, the bat is a more of a boundary receiver which you know that will require who requires strong throws to the outside i don't know if if that's in the cars if stafford's arm is really messed up yeah i mean i think it's definitely a concern i uh i think it it affects robinson the arm thing affects robinson way more than cup and and robinson's adp has not been affected at all it's true it's true and cups i mean cups has been affected a little bit depending on where you're drafting i mean we've i in, in best ball drafts, he'll go 105 now at times and stuff. I think that it's back at 104 because Stafford's been seemingly healthy, you know, throughout uh, camp in August and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely a somewhat of a concern. Uh, I think there's at least something that you can point to. I really liked your Cor- Cortland Sutton pick. I think Sutton's someone who is just like yeah. a rock solid, very easy to draft kind of guy right now. And I've gotten him in a ton of leagues um, and t- a ton of my redraft leagues now that I'm actually drafting my season long teams, not just best ball teams. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, you know, once you get to that range, you're just I, you can you can point to concerns for a lot of guys in that range, in, in that in that like McLaurin, A. Rob, Deontay Johnson, uh, range overall. And if you're gonna lump Cortland Sutton in there, I feel like there's less of concern with him overall matching up with Russ than there would be for those other guys. 
So the the concern on Deontay, um, yeah, let's talk about Deontay. Yeah, so I mean, I I was I was not in on Deontay until I saw his preseason usage and the way that both Trubisky and Pickett were targeting him. He 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 ran I think like ten routes the other day and he saw six targets or uh, uh, from Trubisky. I just I think that he's again like he's he's going to be a, a safety blanket for whoever's quarterback. Make no mistake. I think that Deontay and look, I was I've been on Deontay for years now. You right, like, you know right. this. Like I I love Deontay as a player, and I'm I hate when people talk about the inefficiency of Deontay Johnson, uh, you know, with Ben Roethlisberger. My fear with Deontay is twofold. I'd say first, the Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger over the last two years have been the second pass heaviest team in the NFL. Only only Tampa Bay has thrown more passes than Pittsburgh has. So we're gonna see more than likely some regression there, not just naturally, but because we're going to have more mobile quarterbacks who are more inexperienced who aren't going to be throwing the ball as much. Like the Steelers are going to dictate this a little bit more. And the other, the other thing to the number two piece is that we know how the Steelers offense operated with Ben Roethlisberger. It was these like, you know, quick time to throw. Like he had, he had the, the shortest time to throw in the NFL the last couple of years, got rid of the ball really quickly to master offensive line and not get sacked because he, uh, was an old man uh, under center. And right. so what that did was it allowed a guy like Deontay Johnson to really gobble up a lot of looks. And now don't know, don't take that the wrong way. Like that was still earned. Like he's still a very good player. But my thing is that you look at what George Pickens does well and what Chase Claypool can do well. And that's really stretched the field vertically and they're good down the field. And mm-hmm. Chase Claypool is going to be able to get that separation more in this environment at uh, in, in the slot than he was in the perimeter. And if George Pickens is really good, then he's going to be good down the field as well. Deontay Johnson can do that. He came out as when, when Deontay Johnson came out, he was like a deep threat. Like that's how, that's what people viewed him as, right? Like yeah, he's, right. he's a guy who can separate down the field. And so right. he can do all of those things. I'm just saying that his competition in the short area of the field uh, on the perimeter in, in last year's offense and the year before that, there wasn't much. It was like, let's right. just get it to Deontay. But the competition now down the field, because these, quarterbacks the Steelers have in this Matt Canada offense they're going to want to get them out of the pocket more it's a very like horizontal offense they have a lot of movement and so there's going to be a lot of guys just getting out of the pocket and they're going to probably have longer time to throw generating longer plays and my fear is just that the volume isn't going to be there as much as it's been over the last couple of years and people are generally drafting Deontay for that I don't think he's like this egregious egregious pick because he's good and so like I can't fault anyone for right. taking a good player i just i it's just one of those things where i fear for the situation and then the other thing too is if kenny pickett does start historically rookie quarterbacks have been bad for everyone on their offense I so know, that's that's the that's another reason that i'm, I'm but Trubisky looks like the weak one guy right now he um, does and i'm i'm, I'm assuming that that's that's the direction that they're gonna go um i'm gonna yeah. really quick recap what's been going on after your yeah. uh gabe gabe davis pick at 29 overall we had Travis Kelsey, and then I took Mike Williams at 31. Allen Robinson went at 32. Jalen Waddle, and then Tom took Kyle Pitts with the 34th overall pick. Deontay Johnson, 35th. Juju Smith-Schuster, 36th overall. Wow. Darren okay. Waller, Nick Chubb, Terry McLaurin. Amon Ross St. Brown is a third rounder in this league, folks. Oh uh, <laughs> Mark Andrews, James Conner. Ezekiel Elliott, Travis Etienne, Rashad Bateman, Brandon Cooks. So Brandon Cooks is an early fourth rounder, which is also a lot earlier than where you see a guy like Brandon Cooks go. So I, I this draft season, I tried not to get so caught up in a player's situation 
but rather like, you know, seeing if, Hey, is this guy good? Like, can he, does he command targets consistently? Right. Does very he important. Post, to, yeah. That, you know, does he post a good yards per route run, like weight, like well above league average, like yep. his yards per route run is very sticky, right? It's a good, it's a good stat. And, and so like, even though I don't love Tyree Kill's situation entirely, I, I keep drafting him because he's just really incredibly good. The same goes for DK Metcalf, who was just taken, I think, here. Um, I think that Metcalf is just falling too far, and uh, he's good. He's good. And the Seahawks are going to have to throw. Like they're not going to. They're not going to be able to like just hide the ball for sixty minutes every game. They're going to have to throw. So I, I think DK Metcalf could end up kind of looking silly from where he's being drafted right now. I agree, and I've I've avoided putting him on an avoids list. DK Metcalf, yeah, because uh, right. I, I I'm because there's a lot of good wide receivers that get drafted in that area, right in that range. Because it's the the man. I I keep forgetting what uh, uh Matt Friedman's been calling the running back dead zone. He he calls it like the wide receiver. Uh, he, he has a name for the wide receivers, <laughs> and I was on a show today where they brought it up. But it, instead of you know thinking of it as this half glass uh, uh empty yeah. uh situation, it's a half glass full look. Um. But, uh, you know, there's just so many good wide receivers in that range that I would, you know, I would rather, you know, so I'm, I'm assuming you would rather go DK Metcalf than like Darnell Mooney. I would, I would, yeah. And you would go, you would go Juju over, or you would go DK Metcalf over Juju? I, I would, I, I, I can't okay. get with, the, I can't get with Juju at ADP. Now, you know, if I get this count, Juju, I'd be all over it. But, but yeah, you don't see that very often, especially because you've been flooding the airways with propaganda. I have. I have been pushing a lot of prop propaganda with uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Tom, you're on the clock right now. What are you thinking? I'm thinking I'm going to go with um, Michael Thomas. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. I didn't even realize he was still, yeah, does he still on the play? board there. Does he still play? Yeah. Is yeah. he still is he, is he in, the in the league still? <laughs> I mean, so my, you know, who knows how he's going to look. We're in the we're in the mid fourth. Just for context, Marquise Brown and Jerry Judy and Brandon Ayuk went and DK Metcalf went all before yeah. Michael Thomas. As did Brandon Cooks, uh, who I who I mentioned earlier. Um, so we have a lot of wide receivers going off the board. I honestly might go with another wide receiver with my next pick and just start with four wide receivers. Man, you you so you're you're stealing my shtick. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. In this league, yeah, wow. you always go, you always go zero RB in this I, league. But I, I, I don't. I'm just. I've been set up really well to go wide receiver so far. Like it just, you know, it makes a lot of sense to. I don't really want to reach on a dead zone running back that much when I think that the, uh, the right. pe people the, the, the people are telling me to get a wide receiver. That's what that phone call was all about. <laughs> Draft the receiver, JJ. Draft him. Yes. Uh, listen. So AJ AJ Dillon just went right before me. Uh, and Brees Hall went right before me, which, you know, Brees Hall was like the one running back that I would have maybe considered in the spot. So I am going to, in the late fourth round, I'm going to get my boy, Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. God bless. I was really, as my, as my would. wide receiver four on this, on this 14 uh, team. I really want him to stay alive for me. All right. Who, who, Tom okay, is currently feeling. Yeah, here, here we go. And and I will I'm not even gonna look at running backs. Uh, yeah, you probably shouldn't. There, there's there's really not much going on there running back anyway. All right. I'll do it. I'll take Darnell freaking Mooney. Bless America. That's a that's a good pick. 
That's fine. I hope he sees 190 targets. So, so you uh, currently have CMC, Darnell Mooney, Gabe Davis, and Cortland Sutton. You could do much worse than that in a you could do worse. You could do in worse. a 14-team wide receiver heavy league. Um. So yeah, JJ, I want to say I love your receivers. I don't know about the running backs, but I love your receivers. Thank you. Thank you. You have another pick. Oh, God. whoops. <laughs> I, got so, <laughs> I, got so the, I got so into the uh, bit that I didn't. Okay. All right. All right. That actually. Right. That, uh, that, same, that same bit happened. So I, I, uh, I was part of the, the big dog bash that happened. Uh, the, the draft was last night, uh, for that bash. And I actually, I'll tell this story after I'm done with my pick because I'm almost on the clock. So did you take Christian Kirk? I did take Christian Kirk just mostly as a play on, on targets. You guys can hear me, right? Yeah, you're back. You're good. But also, also every report out of Jacksonville training camp has been Christian Kirk downfield, Christian Kirk intermediate dominating targets, like the, the clear, like focal point of the passing game. And if Trevor Lawrence has taken a step, which by all indications he has, it couldn't, it could, it could not be worse than last year, really. Uh, yeah. Then I think, I think Kirk is the main beneficiary there. Agreed. Uh, right now, I, I love Christian Kirk. I've been uh, yeah I've on heard, him. I've the, the other thing too is that middle round, middle round wide receivers who are uh, in their fifth and sixth year uh, actually exceed ADP expectation at a pretty good rate. Okay, uh, we just had Adam Thielen go off the board. I have four wide receivers. I might take another one here to keep continue to fill out my flex spots. I am going, you know, actually this is a, this is a good pick. I I didn't realize he was still on the board. I'm going with Chris Godwin. Oh, nice. Nice. I I say it's a good pick. I say it's a good pick because I'm not relying on him as heavily as my wide receiver five on my team. So, I have this this thought that's actually kind of gained steam, and I maybe uh, not fully not fully formed thought, obviously, because I can't even get the words out. But uh, Chris Godwin, if he only misses like a game or two, is a way better pick at his ADP than Mike Evans is. One hundred percent. If 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 Chris Godwin were fully healthy, he'd be like he'd be drafted where Mike Evans is being drafted. And, and what if he only misses two games? Like that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like there's, and, and Edwin Poros has done a lot of research showing us that, um, you know, people who bounce back from ACLs like this, uh, number one is easier for wide receivers, but also uh, wide receivers who are young and athletic like Godwin is yes. tend to uh, bounce back better than the alternatives. So that's good yes. too. Um, so I was mentioning the the big dog bash, and I I did the draft uh, last night, and I I it was a super flex draft, and there's a lot of flex spots and stuff. So I I just didn't want I was at the turn, so I didn't want to like screw myself by not having quarterbacks because uh, you can really get owned when you don't have quarterbacks and super flex uh, at the turn. So I went with with Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow at the at the one two turn. And then I realized that all these running backs just weren't falling. So I went with a zero RB approach, right? So my wide receivers in that league are T Higgins, Michael Pittman, Gabe Davis, Devonte Smith, Elijah Moore as my, yeah. my top and, and Kadarius Tony. So like my, my wideouts are great, right? My starting running backs are Brees Hall and Cordero Patterson. Okay. And so, you know, like that's, that's the result of going quarterback and then wide receiver heavy. Right. Yeah. And there's someone in the league that was like, 
uh, man, your quarterbacks and your and your running and your wide receivers look great, but my God, those running backs are terrible. And I, I just I just win. wanted to link. I just wanted to link to your yeah. To your, uh, yeah. Oh, your, 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 your 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 wide receivers look great. Uh, tight end yeah. looks pretty good. Quarterback, I, not bad. I love the receivers. The running backs. I don't know. Did you did you consider drafting both great running backs and great receivers? <laughs> yeah, right. right. But but I have to say, I, I did a follow up video about the reaction, typical reaction for a robust RB lineup. And if you want ad, 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 adulation, adulation and, and confirmation uh, for, you know, for yourself online, post your, post a robust, R, uh, robust RB lineup to Twitter and people will say, I love the running backs and I love the receivers because they, 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 they say, well, you got, you know, uh, I don't know, you got Brandon Ayuk in the, in the sixth, that's better than Debo, you know. He's better than yeah. you know. And, and we'll say yeah. Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore in the in the seventh is is better than uh, freaking you know Mike Evans in the second. There's got to be some sort of phrase that we could come up with that is uh, something along the lines of how beautiful your lineup looks with a like like the 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 visual appeal immediately after the draft right. when you go robust RB because it looks nicer. Like your your lineup looks nicer. It than does. it does with a zero RB lineup. Oh, but there has does. to be there has to be some zero RB drafter phrase that are something along the lines of like that you know that rhymes or something yeah. where where this mm-hmm. looks you know it looks good but it doesn't perform well type of deal you know like uh, like nice truck nuts you know or something yeah, <laughs> that's right yes yes <laughs> yes exactly I, I have those on my Subaru and it, it looks weird. <laughs> 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 my wife oh my, my wife doesn't like him uh armando but, armando is tilting beyond belief in the chat yeah. right now he he's just like he, every other every other ma- after every pick is the f word uh, literally this, like, is a, yeah. this is a family podcast we don't swear so but no, but swear. every after every single pick that he is saying the f word in there please the children doesn't he oh. understand goodness oh. That's horrible. Yeah, I actually, I'm afraid for Armando's health at the moment because uh, actually he freaked me out. Every time I made a pick so far, he's been screaming in the chat and I'm like, oh, wait, did I draft the wrong guy? Or like, what did I do? <laughs> did I like override someone else's pick accidentally? What, what's going on? But no, it's oh just, it's just him having, a, having a, a slight heart attack. I think. Yeah, every every single every single one. It's a... Uh... It's, 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 it's really pretty, something pretty, pretty intense. Uh, let me recap really quick. Uh, I've took Elijah Moore uh, after AJ Dillon back in the fourth round, then Cam Akers, then Darnell Mooney, then Christian Kirk, then Adam Thielen. Then I took Chris Godwin, uh, then Devonte Smith, Drake London, Tom, you took JK Dobbins with your fifth, fifth round pick. Is that your, is that your RB one. RB one or two? That's your RB one. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. And then and we all you're going to trade me AJ Brown for T Higgins, right? Is that what, is that what you want to do? Deal done? Not yet. I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna milk it for a little bit for for a little bit more. Guys, I don't think I'll be able to like recover if AJ Brown has another injury riddled season. I I I I feel like that's one that's one that'll break me because I have a lot of AJ Brown on my teams this year. Oh yeah, Oops. yeah. He he uh he set up pretty well. I think that, that there's a chance that he dominates. Uh, we have Alan. We have George Kittle after Dobbins. Then Alan Lazard, Robert Woods is a fifth rounder in this league. Oh, Josh my. Allen. 
Josh Allen as the QB one in the fifth round. Uh, David Montgomery then goes next and then Chase Edmonds after that. I I, I love Chase Edmonds this year. I've been drafting him a lot, Um, but it it looks like Yahoo has him ranked higher than expected. I guess like, like there there was, there's a point in time where no one was thinking about Chase Edmonds. Like he was the perfect right after the dead zone running back to take. And now he's sort of becoming, he's not really a traditional Mm -hmm. dead zone running back, but he's like getting to be in that range. And I don't like that. So Chase Edmonds has like all the peripheral stats you could ever want in life. Like I didn't know that right. until a couple months ago. Like Har- Harvard grad. Uh, <laughs> he has his PhD. Yeah, right. it's crazy. Right, right. Uh, he uh, brought peace to several nations. No, no <laughs> one talked about this. Someone needs but... to Photoshop Chase Edmonds like at the at the uh, at some summit yeah. in front of all the world leaders. He's a real keeper, you know. No, no one, no one talks about Chase Edmonds uh, leading the United Nations in the 1990s, but uh, when he was a child, apparently, you know. But he he does have great, uh, great peripheral stats, great metrics, and uh, I don't see any reason why he can't excel as a pass catcher in that in that offense. That I agree. I mean, like at the very least, he's going to see probably a 13 percent ish target share in that offense if he's healthy, and then right. on top of that, he's going to have more upside on the ground than what we've seen you know, historically from him, I think. Uh, and last year he was a really underrated runner. He uh, was like second, or he was very high in the league in, in yeah. 10 plus yard run rate. Uh, he was really good in yards per carry versus teammate yards per carry. Uh, he, had, he had a really good season uh, on the, on the ground last year too. So I think he's in really good shape. I should add Denny in our apex league. Um, I have chase Edmonds and I also have Damian Pierce. And so I I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm going to win that. I'm going to win that league. Just, just a heads up. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty horrible. You know who I have, by the way. I have Marlon Mack. So you know that. You know who horrible. I noticed though. I think I was I was wondering who drafted Antonio Gibson in that league, and it was you. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, it was you, I and know. I started tilting over that. Uh, I would be. I've not. I've uh, not drafted him at all throughout this offseason. Yeah, I mean, recent recent happenings have changed the outlook on on Gibson. But uh, yeah, I would be lying if I didn't say I thought about that. <laughs> shortly after hearing the news. Yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, it, that that whole situation's crazy by the way. I mean, it's just like yeah. like Apparently uh, he's, like he's fine though. That's good. You know, he's okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, if if he's back on the field, like he seems like a really good dude too from from uh, I remember I remember reading about that when like when during draft season. Um like a good character yeah. guy and stuff. Um mm-hmm. if he comes back, problem. if he comes back after like a four, like if he's back like in the before midseason or something like that it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts just just the story and like it'll just be it'll be pretty awesome oh oh it will be and like gibson better do something before then or else he's actually just gonna be completely benched yeah yeah oh, damian pierce just went off to o'shaughnessy's pub i was hoping to get him oh. uh in this next round but anyway i'm gonna recap yeah. again chase edmonds went 68th overall lamar jackson 69th a very nice pick uh with nice. lamar jackson nice. Uh, Amari Cooper, 70th, Hunter Renfro, Kadarius Tony, Justin Herbert. So we are getting some quarterbacks off the board. Chris Alave goes in the sixth round. This is the, the kind of league we're in. It's a 14-teamer, <laughs> but even still. Uh, Damian Pierce, and then in the sixth round, two picks after Chris Alave is George Pickens. Wow. He has that dog, you know? And oh. if, if you want to up the dog metric of your team, you got to take Pickens there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know where I'm really leaning at running, but I'm, I'm assuming I'm probably going to go running back next, but I might, I might just go wide receiver again, just, just because it's fun. And I like putting Denny on tilt. Uh, 
Wait, so who do you who do you have right now? Who do you have? My my wide receivers right now are Elijah Moore, Chris Godwin, Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown, and Mike Williams. Nice. It looks like your Dalton Schultz uh hatred has filtered into this league. His uh his let's see, ADP of sixty two. We're now seventeen picks past that. It looks like it, yeah. So yeah, I look. I, I just like the, the the Dalton Schultz. I I know that that as an analyst, hating on a player like Dalton Schultz is a a zero win. You, you cannot win that game because no. he's gonna finish as like tight end six or tight end yep. four or yep. something like that, and then everyone's gonna say I told you so. But that's not the argument. The argument is ceiling, purely ceiling. That's it. And he when I sent those tweets and when I talked about it a lot, he was going in like the the fifth round of of underdog drafts, and he's. Right. It's cooled off since then, but it was it was crazy. No, it, it got it got completely out of control because uh, I, I think people said, "Well, he's the wide receiver too in that offense." But come on, I mean, Tony Pollard is going to be catching passes, going to be running routes. Uh, Michael Gallup will be will be back eventually. Also, Dalton Schultz, like he's he's probably just a guy, you know, like he didn't yeah. really demonstrate much as far as you know, like excelling in key key departments last year. Who are you taking here, Dad Runners? Um. Yeah, so this is this is a, a fun one because I, I like to have fun in this league every year. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. I, it's oh, a full good. PPR league. Some people will say that this is a a, a dumb <sighs> pick, but I think it's a fun pick, and I'm going to go with Tony Pollard with my next pick. Nah, I was kind of nice. afraid he would do that. God dang. Yeah. Yeah. I, so Tony Pollard, so- Tony Pollard's my RB one, but I, I do think that if I want another running back on the way back, uh, this the the players available are not bad um i i would have probably gone ramondre if he were there elijah mitchell went right in front of him too i probably would still have gone even though it's uh a full ppr league i I probably would have gone elijah mitchell there but i do think tony pollard is like this is the 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 best comp that i can give to the situation because i don't mind zeke really where he goes I i really don't mind zeke but the the best comp that i can give to this situation is the year that melvin gordon held out in in la and it was the year that Austin Eckler broke out. And it feels like, because both of those guys were very valuable in fantasy football that year. It's just that Eckler was more valuable given where he got drafted. And I could see a similar situation going down uh, with Pollard and Zeke this year. Stevenson. Oh man. Stevenson was drafted. I, you know, yeah, that's what I was saying. I would have gone Ramondre over Pollard. Oh, if I'm so, yeah. I'm, I'm so tired of missing out on that guy. <laughs> so Denny, yeah. Denny, you 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 forced the issue, and you you got Isaiah McKenzie with I the did, uh, with with your with your sixth rounder mm, here. Now, now I don't know who to pick. This stinks. <laughs> I was all set. I, okay. Oh, you you got McKenzie though. I know. I did. I did get McKenzie, and now I have two Bills receivers, which you know might not be oh. the best as as far as the process goes. But uh, I don't know. Um, I kind of like it. All right. All right, the double bingles. I'm taking shot penny. I'm disgusted. We do have we do have thanks for tuning in, uh, Alex saying no after you drafted Isaiah McKenzie. So, um, you know, you you did something right. I well, yeah, hopefully. I that was the first thing. Uh, Mallory, uh, who is who's in the in the draft, which team is Mallory? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, anyway. Uh, she, uh, Valerie said in an email today, I am appropriately and unironically eating 
Arby's for dinner right now <laughs> in preparation <laughs> for our draft. So we have to give a shout out to Mallory for uh, actually willingly eating Arby's before our draft. She is the Harlequins uh, in, in this draft. Is that a plate? Okay. Okay. I don't know. I, I I'm pronouncing it improperly probably. And I, I just don't know the reference. Uh, uh, Kyler Murray just got drafted, uh, with the 86th overall pick. I think quarterbacks usually fall in this draft because there's so many flex spots and people just don't want to get behind. I am on the clock. I have Josh Jacobs staring at me, but I'm going to get cute and be fun. And I'm going with Clyde Edwards Elair with my next pick. Uh, so my, my issue, and obviously there are a lot of issues with every chiefs running back, but like my, every time I want to get excited about CEH, I'm like, they're just going to give him the ball between the twenties. Aren't they? Yeah, it's possible. It's very possible. It's very possible. I, I, um, I don't, I don't, I don't have, look, I bought in into CEH more and more over the last like week or two. Um, but I have not been like overexposed, but he, he does check so many boxes like, like on paper. He is, he is a great middle round pick, but it's, it's difficult. It's it, right. Difficult. No, on paper, it makes all, all the sense in the world. It's, um, it's just like knowing, although I did, I did meet CEH at the Super Bowl, So perhaps I should be higher on him. Just, yeah, a, he, you said he was a good guy. He was so nice. Like he yeah. was by far the, the most personable, uh, player we've Yeah. Had. Okay. This is a, this is a CEH podcast. It is. He's a friend, yeah. a, you know, friend of the show. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, everybody, you can check out uh, podcasts I do every Tuesday with Roto World's Pat Doherty, Roto Pat on Twitter. Uh, it's the it's now the Roto World Football Show, which is hard to say because I've I've just accustomed myself to saying uh, the NBC Sports Edge a good football show, but no more, yes. no more. Um, by the way, I looked up Harlequin. Here, here's what a Harlequin is. It's Tom, Tom, did you know? Uh, is it a clown yes it's a clownish figure uh the harlequin role is that of a light-hearted nimble and astute servant often acting to thwart the plans of his master so there you go i could uh, see i could see I, I could see a harlequin being like a, a mascot for like a random new jersey college yeah <laughs> like like the, like like a like a seton hall type college oh that's where harley quinn gets her name that yeah. that must be it Right, oh, it's all, all coming together. Joker kind of looks like a clown, and then... yes, all yeah. we, and yes, there you go. With, <laughs> uh, and and she uses wit, wit and resourcefulness, like the Wikipedia page says. With the Harlequin, look at that. There you go. Hey, you learn something. This is our promise on Living the Stream. You tune in, <laughs> you learn stuff from Wikipedia. That's, that's right. what we will deliver week in and week out. I'm you learning. know my my. Speaking of learning, my daughter started, Avery started uh, TK today, like the, you know, the, the transition to kindergarten. So she'll yeah. do that for a year at, at her daycare. And uh, she came home and she wanted to play a game uh, called that she just made, you know, I mean, kids' imaginations are crazy, right? And they just want to, they like make up games on the fly, right? Her, her, her game tonight that she wanted to play was called Runaway Dentist. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what are they teaching you at this at this school?" That's funny. That's funny. That sounds like a like a YouTube uh, video well, my son would watch, well, where it has yeah. ten million views, and it's like a nine second video. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the game the the runaway dentist was she went down her slide and then she stood on her slide for us to check her teeth. But before we could check her teeth, she literally sprinted down the street, like down the sidewalk. She just oh. ran away. <laughs> and it was it was it was runaway dentist. Um, I, 
I'm going to recap you this. Explain, would you exclaim like run away dentist? Like, <laughs> you know, like yeah, I can't, I can't tell if there was like a comma in there. Right. Like, right. like, like, like if, it, yeah, or, or if it was her. like, you should ask her if there's supposed to be a comma in there. <laughs> yeah, I really should. She, she should really be more detailed about this. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So to recap where we're at, uh, we had George Pickens, Patrick Mahomes, Ramondre Stevenson, DeAndre Hopkins, Eli Mitchell, Russell Gage, Tony Pollard, Tyler Lockett, Isaiah McKenzie, the Denny, Rashad Penny, Kyler Murray, CEH. I, by the way, I got in my own head about the quarterback thing. I didn't realize that Jalen Hurts was still on the board when I took CEH. I probably would have taken Jalen Hurts. Probably should have. Uh, Dallas Goddard. It, and by the way, I have Jalen Hurts well ahead of CEH in my rankings. It's just this is a very different kind of draft. Dallas Goddard, Jalen Hurts, Josh Jacobs. The uh, Tom got Josh Jacobs. That was your pick, Tom. Yeah. Uh, Miles Sanders, Devin Singletary, Trey Lance, Garrett Wilson, Kareem Hunt, Rondell Moore. So you're getting like these seventh to ninth round running backs in with these eleventh and twelfth round wide receivers right now. Right. That's that's basically where we're Tom, at. Tom, are you going to miss out on Burrow? Come on, man. I mean. I think he's going to be there on my next pick. I think that's a good bet. I think that he will be too. Uh, yeah. All right. I, I hope so. I hope you get him. Thank you. I appreciate that, Danny. Well, also, if you if you look at the board, it looks like everyone after Tom basically has a quarterback. Yeah, the, major- the majority of them there, and Brady's still out there. So yeah, so. that's a good that's a good a good bet, Tom. A good all bet right. to make. So oh, get it, get on, get on, Danny. Draft. All right. Wish me luck, guys. I, I I have to say something about Tom Brady's situation, and and I will not be censored, and I will not be silenced anymore. Uh, the guy leaves for over for for two weeks, right? He comes right. back, and he gives a press conference, and folks should check it out because he's not looking he's not looking great. He he looked like a Harlequin, honestly. Like- <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what my my thoughts. He the, the the he looks drawn like like very like a housewife of New Jersey yeah and his hairline is even stronger than it was last year which is which was already tremendously strong I mean we all know he I mean it's it's known that he's gotten surgery like plastic surgery done no people deny this I I dude, no, there's I, no way I try to tell my dad today I said dad you gotta look at him look he looks better today than he did twenty years ago twenty yeah, years ago yeah of course he looked, he's gotten plastic surgery he looked like a he. He okay. Naturally, Tom Brady looks just like a guy, just a guy. Okay, like like any guy you see at a bar drinking a beer. But with all the cosmetic, you know, enhancements, right. he looks like a, a supermodel now. Right. And it's and it's weird. And I'm sorry, he was not at the Bahamas on vacation. Can we be real about that? He was getting work done. Let's. Yeah. You know. It seemed it seemed like that. It seemed like that. <laughs> I he he looked he looked a little. A little different. I didn't know if it was because he's 45 now and something happens when you hit 45. We could ask Tom because he's like 60. Uh, <laughs> he's on the he's on the phone right now, so I'm gonna think, I'm gonna yeah. talk trash. Well, look, we I have to I have to roll with the Tom is our dad joke after he was asking tech, technical questions. Yeah, and no, uh, in, in, in trying to get into the draft uh, before the draft started. He's on the phone right now, for the record, to you listeners, because he's doing his other draft with his. With his buddy, so he's, he's a grinder. If Tom, he is if a grinder, else, he's a grinder. I mean, the, the image right now is honestly pretty. He he looks like he's a, a Wall Street trader. Right he, now. he does. He looks like um like Gordon Gecko's uncle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like uh, buy sell buy sell. Yeah, 
Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. Is that is that what they do on Wall Street? <laughs> that's all they do. They just scream no, buy sell just, and then they see if they get lucky. It's basically what we do as fantasy analysts too. Right. So it's fine. That's, that's 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 my fifteen transactions column every week. It's just right. that. Buy. I know. I listen. It's just this those two words over. And I just over. I just I just say George Pickens buy. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm done. So, There's so on, on a slightly more serious fantasy related note with the Bucks and Brady, the offensive line injuries have gotten to the point in Tampa where. It, I, I'm I'm like officially freaked out about every player on the Bucks whether they can meet ADP. Yeah, I I I just was always in like a position in my drafts, and thank God I didn't get him in uh, Apex. And I decided to go with Michael Pittman, but um I, yeah. I I have Mike Evans in a lot of league, like more leagues than I wanted already, and so I'm not drafting him anymore. Like if you're in a league with me coming up, like I'm not going to get Mike Evans. I just kept being in a position where he was like it was just like the clear pick to make, uh, but he scares me. I mean the the, the the offense, like it's easier to get a Godwin because he's, you know, uh, his cost is so much lower, you know, because of this injury. But when the opportunity cost is Michael Pittman and AJ Brown and T Higgins, it's, it's kind of tough. It's tough to buy yeah. into that. Uh, it is. Uh, and, and this thing where, where people on Twitter will say, well, Mike Evans goes for a thousand yards every year. Well, look, uh, so what? I mean, I, I like, <laughs> I, I mean, a thousand yards is nothing in, in today's NFL. Like who I, I like that doesn't that's not impressive. I, I don't I, he could have a thousand yards this year and finish as wide receiver 17. Yeah. Like, you know, who yeah. cares? Yeah. Tom, are you going to get Burrow? I think so. I mean, as long as he doesn't go right here, huh? You were looking like you were uh, we were we were saying you looked like a like a like a day trader. Yeah. You look like you're trading stunks. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, gotta gotta supplement the income, you know. Dolly yeah. Oh, you got sniped, Tom. You got oh. sniped. Oh, I did. I did get sniped. Oh, so <laughs> done. It was great. so close. Mike Maybe. Davis enthusiasts, uh, uh, Armando, uh, just just sniped Tom pretty hardcore there with with Joe Burrow. That was pretty hardcore. Um, so I just have a couple minutes here to pick somebody else. It's funny. Um, it's funny because uh, Tom doesn't really get tilted, does he? <laughs> no, even there, you didn't even get tilted. I know. Yeah. Like, hey, look hey at so there's Tom Brady here, but I don't think I want to. I'm just going to wait. But who's a good player, you guys? Who's next on your list there, JJ? Just tell me. Who, just who's a good a. player? Who's a good? Who's one good player? Um, I don't even know who who to, who to go here. There's a, there's a giant gap. I mean, you could go Antonio Gibson if you want to with the with the sitch with Brian Robinson. Okay. That's probably where I would go. You probably snipe me just now, but whatever. That's fine. I'll help. Uh, I'll help. I'll help a brother out. All right. Thank you. That's so so sweet of you. So um, <laughs> I'll buy some good stocks for you. you know, thank you. Please. Thank you. Can you buy me some 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 Bitcoin? Is that still a thing? Yeah, Ethereum. Uh, yes, that too. Ethereum, which sounds like a tool album, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the clock next. Uh, so um, the whole Jimmy G re-signing in San Francisco thing, guys, like, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced it's happening. Like, Trey Lance is going to be benched. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is the most Denny thing to believe. But, Sorry, wait, but aren't all the players kind of saying, like, anonymously that he's he's not good? Right. No, look, every report I've heard, and I've listened to an absurd amount of podcasts for some reason centered around the 49ers, everyone – People are like, well, I was watching and there was an errant throw or seven or ten. And and I'm telling you, Kyle Shanahan despises Trey Lance. 
it is his biggest regret in life that he drafted Trey Lance with the second or third pick, whatever it was. Trey, Trey Lance is going to win MVP this year. No, man. No, Trey Lance okay. is not going to start eight games. Here's, here's, a, here's a question. Do you think Jameis Winston could finish the year a better fantasy quarterback than Trey Lance? No. Well, yeah. Yes, because no. – I mean, because I, I believe that that I believe that Shanahan will look for any reason to start Jimmy. Any reason? No. Uh, uh, Lance overthrowed over one time. You're out. Shanahan went out into the media and he said, "Trey's our guy." He 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 said it over and over again. This contract technically sets them up better to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. They they spent their 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 children's uh, future on Trey Lance to get him in the, in the draft a couple you know, last year, he, this is not a scenario. Trey Lance is going to start every game this year. It's a win now team. And Kyle Shanahan has, will have no qualms about yanking Trey Lance. The first time he messes up, I'm talking about anything. He'll be like, Oh, I'm sorry. We got to do it. And he'll say after the game, we had it. We, we felt like we had to, we didn't want to, but we had to, but he really wanted to because Jimmy's his I, guy. Do you, do you think that this is going to lower Trey Lance's ADP? It should. You think? Absolutely. I, I'm not. I, I hope it. ADP. I hope it does. I really hope it does. You're on the clock, Denny. By the way. Oh my god. You have twenty. <laughs> se- you have twenty seconds. I'm sorry. I, I got fired up. <laughs> oh my god. While Denny's doing that, I'm going to recap. Uh, we got Michael Carter. Uh, Kareem Hunt, Rondell Moore, Sky Moore, Trey Lomberks. That ends the seventh. Then Russell Wilson, Cordell Patterson, Jacoby Myers, Melvin Gordon, Dalton Schultz, Damian Harris, Chase Claypool, Joe Burrow, Antonio Gibson, MVS, James Cook. I took Daryl Henderson, Nico Collins, Michael Carter, Jahan Dotson to Denny. So Denny got Michael Carter and Jahan Dotson, two guys that are that are uh, that are fun. By the way, I I, I realize that I. When I when I've done this draft in the past, I have not made fun of picks, but I've disagreed with picks, right? Like just naturally. And there have been multiple people now that have hit my mentions like two years later, no. saying how they remember it, and like like that we're in our league or like like that we're participating. And guys, I'm I don't think that I have the answers here. I'm just going by my opinion while we draft. Just just a heads up. Okay. <laughs> just just so people know. Um, I so I just want to backtrack real quick. I got um, I got Michael Carter partly because I've been pretty high on him all off season, but also like these this thing where he's kind of playing alongside Brees Hall is is pretty encouraging. What do we what do we think of, about this development? My take is that uh, it's going to probably be a pretty even split to start the season and Brees Hall is going to be a potential league winner in the second half. Oh boy. Well, because that's, that's the, the Jets schedule really opens up the fantasy playoffs. They get the Jet. I, I think this is off the top of my head, the Jags lions and Seahawks in the fantasy playoffs. Um, and Brees Hall is very good. So I, I, Michael Carter's fine. I, I think Michael Carter's a really good zero RB running back. Wait a second. Michael Carter was good last year by yeah. every measure. Yeah, look, Michael Carter is is a, a solid running back. He's good. He's not like, but he's he's an undersized. Like he's likely going to be a a career scat back. Uh, I, I I tend to fall for those, don't I? Me too, though. I mean, I do too. I I liked Michael Carter coming out. 
Doesn't does Brees Hall compare favorably to Ezekiel Elliott? He the, I can't remember who his comps were in my model. I can I can pull it up right now though. I think Zeke might have been one. Dalvin could might have been one. I thought I thought Zeke popped, but yeah, I mean that that would be that'd be an issue for me at this with this with the theory that I'm I'm positing. Like I, I don't think I don't think Michael Carter's a bad pick whatsoever because you you need those guys who produce early in the season because you can adjust as things go on and injuries happen and all that kind of stuff. I'm just saying that I think that there's a chance that Brees Hall is a league winner down the stretch. That's it. That's all I'm saying. See, I never think I never think ahead like that. Uh, Brees Hall, his three comps in my model were Rashad Penny, Ezekiel Elliott, and Dalvin Cook. Right. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. But I didn't have I didn't put like I by the way, I took Tom Brady to stack with with Chris Godwin in my roster. There you go. Nice. I, w- I would like to have a little stack stackage going on if the right quarterback falls to me. Yeah, it's it's fun to it's fun to stack. It is. I, I actually it's hard to break out of the best ball mindset, right? Where like, <laughs> best ball. Best ball <laughs> when uh because for months you're you're all you're thinking is like correlation, correlation, gotta get yes, that, it's guy, true. Right? This guy. Yeah. Got to get week 16 matchups, got to get week 17 matchups, all this stuff, right? I mean, obviously, it's all just completely overwrought and ridiculous. But, you know, you, you get your your brain thinking in this certain direction. So when it comes to redraft, then suddenly you have to turn it off and you go, wait, yeah. like just be, just because I got CeeDee Lamb in the second doesn't mean I have to get Dak Prescott in the ninth or tenth or whatever it is, you know? Right. I, I find myself having difficulty adjusting. Yeah. Uh, we had, let's see, I'm going to go to the draft results. Um, we had Denny take Jahan Dotson, then DJ Chark went, then I took Tom Brady, and then Aaron Rodgers, and then Tyler Boyd. Romeo Dobbs to Tom. I like that pick, Tom. Wandell Robinson was the next one. Joshua Palmer, Kenny Galladay, Kenneth Gainwell, Naheem Hines, Jarvis Landry, and Rashad White. We are, I think, done with the ninth into the tenth. And there are, how many rounds? 15 in this thing? Um, I think 15. Yeah. Oh, wait, 18. That's a lot. So we're going to be online for a while here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we usually, we usually end the stream at like round, round 11 or 12. Right. The people can only listen. So, but we will, we will give you a secret word for the end. So to, 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 to test who saw, that's right. Who, who who listened to the very end. Uh, before I forget, Tom, have you, are you watching any, any good shows on, on the line or on TV? Oh man, uh, I just watched. Um, I, I kind of figured it goes this way: when enough people recommend something, like say three reliable people, I'll start watching a show. And that just recently happened with Station Eleven. Oh, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that's good. I know. Yeah, it, yeah. There's yeah. just one season of it, but it was great. What's it about? It's uh, it's it's like there's a kind of COVID times a thousand type disease oh. that just like happens. Wow. And then the the story just kind of bounces around in, you know, before it, after it, way after it. And you're kind of following these same characters in the Chicago area. And uh, it's very good. So you couldn't get enough pandemic. So you watched a show about a pandemic. I see. Yeah, I had a good pandemic. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I, could, I still I wish there was another one. <laughs> oh, my God. Please, Tom. Yeah. Maybe three more would be like really ideal. I think I think I was DMing uh, JJ about monkeypox in January, and I was like, "This is it. This is the one." 
Yeah. And JJ was like, no, man, it's it's not. Don't worry. Denny, I, I can always go to Denny for uh, uh for for apocalyptic takes. You're completely yeah. overblown. Yeah. Yeah. All, all the time. I, I try to stay in the middle. Uh, Rich is an optimist because Denny, Denny, Rich and I are in the same. Uh, We've had this this chat. thread and chat for uh, like a decade at this point. And uh, by the way, my 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 nose is getting stuffier and stuffier because I've had this cold for the last five days. Uh, but I, uh, I feel like Rich is the optimist. I'm the realist and you're the, the pessimist. I am the pessimist for sure, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm actually in a, in a discord with some uh, political dudes and, uh, and everybody's always telling me to brighten up. Yeah, you do, you do, you do think the world is ending, but sometimes, sometimes, you know, in in your life, you know, you need a friend to give you that take and to give you that that outlook. But like I, my, my, all my close friends from high school and such are are very similar politically. And, uh, they, as you like would have similar takes and, and they often think the, the world is ending, uh, you know, when, when certain things happen. Well, when you, when you flood your brain with the, uh, with apocalyptic news, 24 hours a day, it tends to tends to kind of add up, accumulate, you know, like a like a syrup in your mind until you can think of nothing else. Speaking of apocalyptic news, did you listen to the uh, Aaron Rodgers Joe Rogan episode? I, I didn't. I keep meaning to do it actually, but but it, the the highlights are quite are something. Do you guys uh, read the Athletic ever? Yeah, love the Athletic all the time. I think they. I could be confusing it with somebody else, but I think they like just wrote kind of like the highlights of it. Did they? I yeah. can see that. Yeah, I mean, like, I the way I view Aaron Rodgers sort of is like, I like you can you can have your beliefs and and all that. That's fine, but he's so arrogant. But it's but so he arrogant. but but he but he comes across like he's not being arrogant, like he's being open minded, and that's that's the 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 thing that annoys me the most is that like like those because those things seem to contradict one another, but the way that he does it is just so obnoxious. He, he's not, no, no, the, the whole open-minded thing, all, all, all he's, when he says that, what he means is I'm open-minded about the things I want to believe. Exactly. That I'm right. Yeah. 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 Like, like you need, what he's saying is you need to be more open-minded because you haven't considered the power of horsey pills. Yeah. It, it's, it's uh it's, it's definitely, I, I, I've only listened. I actually, uh, again, I'm, I've been under the weather. So, on Sunday, I uh, I took a nap in the middle of the day because I just was so exhausted from this cold that I have. It's not not COVID. I've tested a couple of times, um, but uh, I I literally fell asleep listening to it. Like that's that's what I and I I, I feel like you you know how sometimes if you're listening to something like whether it's a TV show if you fall asleep or something, and you you feel like you just kind of like uh, uh, absorbed all the information you know <laughs> while you were sleeping. Like I was probably dreaming of ivermectin whenever that was going on in the background. <laughs> I know. Um, I I do I do uh, enjoy the fact that Aaron Rodgers plays us pretty hard um, with uh, play and plays the media pretty hard. Like coming to to training camp looking like Nick Cage from Con Air. Yes. Did you guys see that? <laughs> yes. You know, like he 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 really knows what he's doing, and I, I think I I think that he secretly, um, like chronically, tragically logged on. Like I know he's not out there like posting twenty four seven or anything. Yeah, I'm not, you know, maybe he has a different account, a burner, or whatever. But I, I feel like he is so in touch with the online zeitgeist that that he he can't possibly just know. He has to be out there experiencing it, um, and that's how he that's how he plays us so well. I did. Uh, I did. Did, did you listen to, or, or see clips of his appearance on Pardon My Take? No. 
it, it, it was some of the some of the clips from there were actually really really funny. And he the the one the one thing that I thought was interesting that he did bring up was uh, how everyone talks about the grind in the NFL, right? Like everyone's like, oh, I I, I don't have time to to get enough yeah. sleep and I don't have to. And he's like, that's all BS. Like it's no. not. Yeah. Like really? he openly said, yeah, he's like, he's like, I found success in the NFL. Like he at least knows his place in the league that he's very good, which he is. He's incredibly good. And so he's like, I found success in the league and I never have had to like have that mentality of like, I, I don't have a life. You know, he's like, there's a, th- there's, there's an emotional side to this and there's like a grind to it for sure. But it's not like this, like, you know, the most demanding job in the world kind of situation. Yeah. That, well, that, and, and that goes against everything that we're told on a regular basis. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, You know, like, like Russell Wilson saying, uh, you know, I haven't slept in three days and rehabbing my ankle. Right. Like, dude, do you know how, how much that affects your performance as a, as an athlete, like not sleeping? Right. Like you sleep is like the literal number one thing that you can do for your health. I, I used to be horrified when he was with the Seahawks and he would have a slight injury and he would say like no time to he would actually tweet no time to sleep yeah I'm like, that's not the way it works for us like, yeah he used to brag he's he's one of those people that brags about getting three or four hours of sleep yeah man that's that's not good it's a uh, it, i feel like and then he would go out and like like perform disastrously <laughs> and you're like well maybe it was the it was the horrifying sleep deprivation that you're suffering right exactly exactly uh, we have someone on the clock right now who, uh, who is it? The upside down. So here, here's, here's something as I, I'm a, I'm paid to analyze fantasy football. So what I did in this draft is I stacked the most potent passing offense, maybe uh, in the entire league, <laughs> <laughs> the bears offense. <laughs> I went with Justin Fields and Darnell Mooney. I'll tell you what, though, I, I think my number one stack in terms of frequency in best ball drafts this offseason has been Cole Komet with Justin Fields because it's because it's just so easy. Oh, like, it is easy. It's so and and Fields is peppering Komet uh, uh, with targets in the preseason. Yeah. I just I just have so much of that stack because it's just such an easy one to do. I just took Alexander Madison on the whim, uh, the off chance that he. Uh, gets traded. Oh man, that's a that's God, that's a smart pick. I hate you for being that smart. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'll, I'll I'll read through the draft results really quick. We had Jahan Dawson, DJ Chark, Tom Brady, Aaron. I already read this round. Uh, we had Rashad White and TJ Hawkinson around out round nine. Then we had Devonte Parker, Robbie Anderson, Tyler Algier, Kenneth Walker, Julio Jones, Corey Davis. That's actually a really good value on Julio. Uh, Corey Davis, David Bell. Michael Hardman, Isaiah Pacheco to Tom. That's a great pick. I, I would have gone Pacheco the, the round before, but I had CEH. Uh, Cole Komet, Jalen Tolbert. I took Alec Pierce, uh, who I am pretty high on in redraft. I didn't really love him as a prospect, but he's kind of showing up. Uh, Michael Gallup, KJ Osborne, Justin Fields. So, so Denny got uh, two guys from the NFC North there. Justin Tucker with the next pick. Uh, I don't know if that was an auto pick or what. Oof. Uh, wow. Alexander Madison to me, then Khalil Herbert, who I was going to take instead of Madison, but I, I figured I'd go with the upside with Madison, James Robinson, and then Kirk cousins. So Tom, you got Kirk cousins. Yep. As your there QB you one. That's strong. Yeah. Hey, yeah. By the way, I, I feel like I, I want to pat myself on the back for a moment. I got KJ Osborne, um, mm-hmm. as like my wide receiver 69. Uh, and, and because, you know, the Vikings are going to be running a lot more three wide receiver sets than they have been during the backward Zimmer era. Yeah. And, um, Osborne's pretty good and he'll be playing a lot, um, with Thielen and, and Jefferson. And he's one 
injury away from being, you know, the wide receiver too on the team. So uh, thank, thank you very much. Thank you for the the, the applause. You can calm down. <laughs> I like I like AJ Osborne. I got a, a good bit of Osborne. He he's he's like another like the thing with Cousins is really easy to stack too because there's different tiers of of where you yeah. can get. Like if you got a Thielen or Jefferson, that's great. But if you didn't, Irv Smith, who the the Irv Smith drop in ADP has been really weird to me really? because. Yeah, because because we've nothing's changed. His status isn't changed about him, like coming when, when he's coming back or when he's supposed to come back. But he continuously drops. Like it's, it hasn't been like a like oh it dropped immediately when that what is a finger injury or whatever when yeah, when that yeah. when that happened it wasn't like it dropped by four rounds and then it stayed there. It's just gradually dropped. Like it continues to drop. It's weird. I I don't know. I mean, are you are you finding a way to draft him and I'm drafting league? I'm drafting him in his new ADP yeah from like team league um it depends on how yeah. deep depends yeah. on how deep but he's like he's like my you know he's like a a mid tight end two for me like a like a 14 to 16 tight end I mean yeah I mean, yeah sure I'm gonna help you I, I really like him but it was like like he was being he was being pumped up as like the breakout tight end by some people and then he has this injury and they're like, he should be back week one. Yeah. And like, all, I mean, it seems like he might be back week one and, but he's, his cost continues to go down. Can I, can I, uh, by the way, this is, has nothing to do with uh, the Vikings offense, but can I tell you guys how hungry I am for football? <laughs> I thought you were just like, like I, I, forgot, I forgot to eat dinner and I'm so well, Also, also for food. Uh, I'm, I, I am hungry for that as well. Oh. Sorry guys. All right. Shit, Tom's got his so Tom's terrible. got his next pick. I love I love the 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 fact that this podcast, this episode is gonna have like the ring in the background. Like the you're really feeling this environment a lot. It, it's uh it could be it could uh, induce a Pavlovian response for our listeners where <laughs> as soon as they hear the ring, they <laughs> they just start drafting KJ Osborne or something. Um so I, I watched the Western Kentucky game in its entirety the other day, JJ. What is wrong with you? What you're such a you're such a football guy. I was so I was so I'm thirsty. I'm just thirsty, and I made a bunch of lineups. I'm sick. Honestly, you are you you okay? Next year you're getting into prospecting. <laughs> I'm, I might make me eventually. Yeah, you should you should do it. You should get into it. It's one of those things where it's like it takes it's so much effort. <laughs> it's not it. Just, it's not it's not nearly as much effort as you think. Plus, you can I, you can you can talk intelligently about these guys then on shows and all that. Right, it's good. It's good. I mean, mostly what I do is instead of doing the prospecting, I listen to you and I listen to Patrick Corain on Roto World and others. So, yeah. how's he been? How's he? How's he been handling the the Traylon Burke stuff? Um, let's see. I'm trying. I, to I, I don't. Who... I don't mean that as a dig because Corain no. is very good. Like I love his process. I mean that sincerely as like a he was a truther truther. And I want yeah. to know how he's hand, how he feels about this. I think he's trying. I think he's kept a level head, and he's like, okay, like it's still August. Like clearly, Vrabel, Mike Vrabel hates Burks, and and that that's clear. But like eventually, he's going. They're going to have to play him, and he's going to get a lot of snaps and run a lot of routes. So yeah, you know, he kind of pumped the brakes on the on the pep- pessimism a little bit. But honestly, like in that offense, man, and the fact that honestly, if Malik Willis 
eventually, it, and I know it's a it's a long shot, but if he takes this is such job, a Denny take. I, we got it. We the, the Sam Howell, Malik Willis. This is this is has uh, Denny written all over. Uh, oh, it. Sam Howell needs to start week one. <laughs> yeah, he, exactly. he need, we we need to have that happen. But if Malik Willis, I mean, then it's over. They, I mean, the, the Titans are throwing fifteen passes a game at that point. So that, that yeah. Point. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would, I would agree. I would agree that there's not a, and I love, I love Kyle Phillips, uh, and he's oh, gotten, yes. he's gotten a lot of love. Like I, I was, I was, I was a, like leading the Kyle Phillips hype train before the draft. I remember, the, yeah, I remember, and I was like, I was like, really, like a small little slot guy, like, yeah. And so, uh, but he 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 landed in a really interesting spot because he can get that immediate slot role, but at the same time, it's not the best place to see volume. Now you want to talk about dog quotient now kyle phillips has, oh he's got that dog he has that dog in him like, yeah he's got that dog he's in him, a man. big time dog yeah he he's like he he uh a lot of people comped him the hunter renfro coming out my model comped in the remember, remember uh michael component campanero yes oh my god yes. that was his number one comp in my model uh and, and he like slot guys just don't aren't really productive in, in college and i think a lot like pure slot guys and i think a lot of that has to do with the fact that it's there's so much precision and timing to what they do where if you have a bad quarterback in college you're not going to know how to use them right like they're just not going to they're not going to get it look renfro dog all right michael campanero yeah. dog like they <laughs> you know these guys they, and i mean really like these guys these guys are so tough they're getting, they're they getting their heads uh banged off at every play over the middle and they're our size and they're small yeah yeah, and Kyle Phillips is actually Kyle Phillips is is bigger than than Renfro. I'll, I'll tell you another dog, Braxton Berrios. Rough, rough <laughs> guys. The guys, the guys, super dog. Guys, yeah. the Japanese stock market is really starting to <laughs> you know, <go> crazy. <laughs> just just send them more Bitcoin. <laughs> Trust me on this. Oh man, you're almost on the clock, Tom. Okay. Okay. Oh, LaVisca Chenault, Chenault just got drafted. Uh, oh, KJ oh, Hamlin wow. was a guy I was hoping would be there when I and when it came back around. Eric Eric commented as soon as LaVisca went and said, "What the hell?" But that was his team, <laughs> wasn't it? Oh, it was. He... Oh yeah. He said, "Oh oh okay. Never mind." He's saying, "What the hell." Not, oh, what the, oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah. this is still a bad pick. Sorry, Eric. Yeah, this is, this is like this is like a runaway dentist situation here. I, I do, I do want. <laughs> I do want to say that. By the way, that'll be that'll be the phrase uh, for the end of the show, right? Runaway well, well. Yeah, you want to do run, runaway dentist? So, so if you listen to the whole show, which we're going to wrap up, I think pretty soon. Yeah, runaway dentist is the phrase. Uh, by the way, th this team name, Denny Farted, this is an attack, and it's wrong. It's, no, it's it's false and it's vicious, and I I do not take it lightly. I was there, I heard it. I was too, and it was my chair. So, you know. <laughs> uh, we'll wrap up this round, and then we'll 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 call it quits. So, Tom, your last pick on the show is Jameson Williams. You know, mm -hmm. hold hold on to him a little bit. I dig it. Uh, yep. The Harlequins are up next. I'm not going to read the draft results because we're in like Kyle Phillips territory. Nice. Uh, Christian Watson just went. I was kind of hoping for Watson there. Oh God, I forgot to draft the tight end. Whoops. Yeah, I don't have a tight end either. Are they bad right now? Oh, they're oh, it's it's ugly. That's <laughs> not that bad. You know what? I'm gonna get one. 
you're it's gonna not take, that bad. You're gonna take. Uh, I'm not gonna take it. I'm not gonna take Njoku. No, you're gonna take uh, Firemuth. No, I hate Firemuth. Yeah, I, I actually do too. <laughs> I'm going Dawson Knox. I don't have I don't have that much Dawson Knox, and I, he's he's actually more of a fade for well, me this year. But whatever. but he fell to he fell to an unbelievable ADP here. Yeah, I mean it's a great ADP. So I'm just gonna what, gonna what snag him there. Like what like what what happened there? I don't know, but I'll take it. I'll take That's Dawson Knox. Weird. He was a he was a, a a JJ favorite last year. I remember. Yeah. Even even though he he was wait was he a regression candidate last year? But no, he he, he broke out last year. Oh, okay. I'm I mean, he was technically because he scored a lot of touchdowns. But all right, Denny, yeah. we have one more pick from you. Who's yeah. it gonna be? Who's it gonna right. be? Right. So so um, I, I'm okay. I I I need to get a running back basically, and I need to get a tight end. So. Um, I'm thinking, oh man, this is, I mean, it's really ugly. I want you guys to understand how ugly the <laughs> draft board is right now. And please, you, please don't judge me. Do you like uh, Albert O? Um, I mean, you know, playing in the fourth quarter of preseason games is pretty scary, bad. but I'm still, I'm still, I'm still in on him though. Yeah. I feel, I feel like he, he's going to play. I mean, Greg Dulcich, Dulcich hasn't been seen in, in a month, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they don't even know where he is. Um, no joku no no okay so i'm gonna go at running back um uh, no you know what? i'm gonna take a tight end now sorry i i'm really extending this wait was oh alberto was taken yeah he just got drafted well you have 20 you have 20 seconds am i gonna have to take in joku oh gross I love Njoku. I'll take Njoku. Fine. Yeah, Reeves and JJ love Njoku. I know, I know. That's good. I like he's going to be catching passes from literally the worst starting quarterback in the league. Yeah, but Brissett likes tight ends. Yeah, you're right. Well, that's going to do it for this this uh, this awesome episode. Uh, Tom, thanks as always for joining. We love you so much. Guys, uh, I love you too very much. I wish we could hang more often. Uh, this has I been know. a lot of fun. Um, Prepare to be destroyed by my amazing team. <laughs> and hey, and what, what's luck. yeah? What, what's what's the the movie coming out? What, it's what's called the... Dolly Parton's um, uh, Mountain Magical Christmas, I believe, is the title. Okay, <laughs> so I should know that. Oh, that? <laughs> oh, we got we got doggy in here. International yeah. Dog Day. That's Love right. it, uh, Denny. Yes. Where can everyone find you? Uh, at CD Carter 13 on Twitter and uh, at NBC Sports Edge.com, powered by Roto World for all my written stuff. Yes. And Tom, you're, you're at Tom E. Scott on Twitter. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. If, if I stay on social media, who knows? Man. Are you, are, you, are you leaving us? No, no, I'd never leave you guys. I just don't know, man. It's like. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to probably buy a tinfoil hat and get off of social media at some point. <laughs> I would love to do that. Actually, <laughs> Yeah, it would actually actually be awesome. Uh, I'm on Twitter at late round QB. Uh, all my stuff over on late round.com. Appreciate you guys listening. I know it wasn't that show. It's always in that show. Hopefully you enjoyed though. And remember, remember runaway dentist. Thank you for listening to live in the stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football info, check out me.
sure about the teams 